Welcome back to the Justin Salem Meyer Photography Podcast. I'm still here with Trav, and we are going to talk about shooting beauty and hair, and uh, maybe touch some more on the ret- the retouching side of it. Uh, that's something he's super good at. I am good enough to get by. <laughs> Which <laughs> no, what I found with retouching is that there's a million ways to do it, mm-hmm. and so you know I don't. Yeah, I don't think that you have to do it the same way. And I also think too, there's people that are really good at retouching, but it looks completely fake. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yep. there's people that can make perfect, but like we talked about in the last episode, perfect isn't what we want. So, mm-hmm. hey, how you doing? I'm good. good. You're still good. <laughs> Great. Great, man. <laughs> um, so first off, the, one of the things that's funny is you and I are both here in Des Moines, and uh, I don't have any plans of leaving. So we're shooting hair and beauty in a place that's definitely not known for <laughs> hair and beauty. Hair and beauty. Right. So our, I don't know of that many people that are shooting what we are outside of the two of us. I don't know that there's that many. Not that many. I don't Correct. think so. Yeah. So yeah. And, and that's no disrespect to somebody yeah. that we're recruiting. There's, I, I think that there's more, like every year, I think that there's, there's new people coming in and, and we're seeing some, some talented upcoming people. And that's, totally. that's awesome. Um, but so much of it. Uh, I'm not getting, I mean, the stuff that I'm doing is for a salon or I'm doing a little bit of like editorial for clients, um, one of my clients out of New York or something Mm -hmm. like that. But it it is not, um, I'm not getting, if there's not fashion brands in Des Moines that are putting a lot of money into full shoots, it's, it's been just hair. Yep. Um, I don't know, again, nobody around here that was shooting, like no jewelry companies right. are putting the budget into making sure that the hair is super crazy or yeah. something like that. So in general, it's, it's my clients are all uh, hair salons. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of the same yep. with you in general? Yep. Um, Hairstylists, makeup artists. Yep. So I want to I chat a little bit about the technical side of it um, sure. because that, that part's um, one of the biggest differences that I see between shooting weddings and then shooting hair and beauty is that at least most people that I know of that are shooting weddings don't even they're not thinking about hair they kind mm-hmm. of think well that's the hair so yeah that's it <laughs> right. you know what I mean the hair is the hair yeah correct that's <laughs> what it looks like so one thing that um, I guess I'm gonna just ask this question right. and I don't know that there's an answer but it's like what what is good hair or how do you start to define good hair or what is good hair photography sure you know, the only thing that comes to my mind offhand is like shape, yeah. the appropriate amount of detail. For sure. Um, yeah, there's a, there's, I feel like there's a, a lot, um, that is a, that's a hard question, but there is, <laughs> uh, there, it, what's, what's really funny is that you find the, you know, the, the more I see from the people who are really who I consider great hairstylists or great, uh, you know, makeup artists, a lot of times what you see is the less is more, um, and that doesn't mean that they're lazy or anything like that. Um, it's just a very new thing for people to kind of throw everything they can at uh, when they when they get started. So. Every bit of makeup is like this is all it's all unicorn glitter everywhere and like they're doing just and it is just it's it's all over the place and then people 
uh, or these these stylists still okay now the hair is now competing with the makeup and then you know the and the photographer's lighting is competing with everything else and and instead of working together everybody's throwing every yeah. trick in the book at the photo and instead of using um you know a goal in the beginning and, and and what i mean by that is kind of deciding what is and it kind of comes back to either an emotional tone or something very specific that you can put your finger on and you can say uh this is what we're trying to achieve rather than you know because it's it's kind of like uh when yeah you can take a a, a bucket of paint throw it at the wall and call it art um and then you do it a whole bunch of times, and it's like, now look at my artwork. It's like, yeah, it's, that's true. Yeah. It is. You're right. Yeah. Um, but you find out that the, the more disciplined people, like I've seen some of the, the um, they do a very classic look and just move one tiny little thing out of place, and it's instantly like, okay, now that's amazing. And on paper, it doesn't sound like it's amazing. Or even talking about it, it doesn't sound like it. Just, uh, okay, so what I'm going to do is this bob, and then I'm going to take one little tiny hair and, boop, and pull it out yeah, of the way. Right. And now it's now it's art, or, you know, or now yeah. it's good. And it, But the thing is, I think what a lot of people are missing is that those people have kind of gone through all, and you can tell by looking at the quality of it, like quality is quality. And it, it's, it's just one of those things. It's, it is elusive, and... The only time that you can really, it, 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 it feels like it's non-transferable, I guess is the thing. Okay, so how do you take quality and give it to everybody? Or how do you yeah. take something that's non-tangible and, and it's like teaching everyone to sing, you know? And it's just like you, you know, so I, I feel like they, not enough people spend their time, like it's time, right? You have to do a lot of work. You have to do a lot of uh, uh you know, to, to develop the right visual IQ, to know, to know what it is, like you have to um, consume so much good imagery. Like you yeah. really have to be bathed in it all the time, and just yeah. and you have to know where to look and where to where to stay away from. Yeah, and, isn't that yeah? Like because if you um, if you listen to only top forty music, you're probably not going to listen to Radiohead and really appreciate right, it. Right. Exactly. Yep. Where if you listen to all sorts of Tom York mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm you're probably not going to listen to Bruno Mars and be like, man, this is just great, you know? So I, I do think that there's something to be said about, um, I, I guess this, this is part of my point with hair and beauty. You and I are kind of in a weird world because, and I, I, mean, I shouldn't be lumping myself with you and all this, but... No, you certainly, um, your work is awesome. I don't know that many, uh, I don't know that many men that understand what women do daily to even make their hair presentable <laughs> right, or what sure. you know in the, or how that they want it to be and so i think that this is a you with your you know experience behind the chair you're coming into it where like you have opinions on hair because mm -hmm. you know yeah. but a lot of people have never even thought about hair they don't especially when you're when you're young and you're just getting into it a lot of the things the sexy things to think mm -hmm. about are like well what if this was on top of a mountain or like, how do we get this really cool right. mood? Mm -hmm. And you don't think a lot about, well, um, how does someone actually want their hair to look? Or like, what actually looks good? Mm -hmm. And so at some point, you get paid as a photographer for having an opinion and mm -hmm. saying, like, uh, like, for me, I just, mm -hmm. in general, I'm mm -hmm. very rarely going to have somebody tuck their hair behind their ears. Mm -hmm. I want their hair forward. Sure. I make the assumption that most people want their hair big. Mm -hmm. I make the, you know I mean? Like, there's some of those yeah. kind of basic things yeah. that... Um, that play in into how I shoot all the time, um, but I don't know. I have a handful of friends that shoot that I don't know ever. 
they don't think that that is part of, like as a photographer, you can control mm -hmm. where somebody is at, mm -hmm. you can add lights to them, mm -hmm. but you don't get to like, and like maybe if their shirt's being really weird, you can say, hey, your shirt's being weird, yeah. or you should zip up your zipper. <laughs> but most photographers don't feel like they have the authority to say, hey, mm -hmm. I like you, I think I'd like this better if you dot, 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 and then know how to fix yeah. that thing. Yeah. Um, especially quickly. <laughs> yeah. It, and, for, yeah. And know what's attainable and what's not. You know, it's like, I, yeah. there'd be times I'd be like, man, I wish we could comb out this hair, but I don't have a brush. I don't have a brush, but you know what I mean? And I don't want to. I'm not, mm. I'm not that. But I thought it'd be really nice to go back to hair school. Or go, not go back. I like to go yeah. to hair school sure. to know more of what yeah, I Yeah, the, the, the intention of the photo is everything. And like, where is it going? And like, for me, it's like, if this is, and, and who's the audience? Like, what it, it all comes down to that for me. Um, if the intention of, if I was shooting something that wasn't beauty related, because when it's beauty related, the only thing that matters is the hair and makeup. Like that is the star of the show, that's the hero of the shot, and everybody else is a backup dancer. And that is it, right? Yeah. So the light, the model, everything else is it. When you, you know, and when I think about things like glam photography or something like that, that's very model-esque and model-specific, you know, and the hair is a component, but it isn't the correct, it correct. isn't the name. Isn't, yeah. And then when I think about like any time like a like a family photo or anything like that, like it it comes into play. Like women want to look, they all want to look good. They all it, like and if something's out of lines, you know, hey, you know, shake it out or give them yeah. some, yeah. you know. But to ask anyone to like to to go outside of that box for me, it would be really uncomfortable to be like, you know, it look better on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I totally wouldn't do that because now you're like, I, it's like. But here's what's crazy is that like, again, if you know me at all, you probably heard me say this, but it's like most people that I know um, would rather a good photo of them in like a messy bedroom that's embarrassing mm -hmm. for them mm -hmm. than a photo of them next to the most beautiful waterfall at the best sunset where their arm looks fat. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that. Wow. The yeah. kind of funny part about all this is that I don't think that most, like, as a photographer, you're chasing sometimes this, like, mood. Like, I want this super romance. It's like, cool, get that mood and romance, but you have to be right on the hair, on mm -hmm. the body positioning first yeah. for that to happen. Right. Because when you make well, the that's, Yeah, that's the difference of beauty, shooting, shooting for yourself, correct. you know what I mean? Shooting for your own aesthetic versus what is she going to like. Correct. She'll like you, the waterfall, mess, but she, if she, yeah. the fat arm, mm -mm. The, Yeah, I mean, that, that's a that disqualifies yeah. the photo. Yeah. Yep. And so, and the thing of, as a photographer is that we never hear it because usually the client, if I take an unattractive photo of a client, if like uh, my engagement photos, mm -hmm. We didn't like ourselves, and it could have been the photographer. They could have made us do better stuff, but mm -hmm. the guy who shot it was incredible. But it was just easier for me to be like, "Well, I was over the weight that I wanted to be at," and so like I blamed it on myself. So I think that when clients get photos back of themselves that they don't like, mm -hmm. oftentimes they can blame it on themselves and say, "Well, I'm not the weight that I want to be. I don't like how my arm looks, or something like that." Mm -hmm. When actually, as a photographer, we actually can control some of yeah. those things oh, yeah. and fix it. So. You and I, or you've done a lot of this where it's beauty and in general you're using models that mm -hmm. have fewer bad sides than, than normal oh, yeah. people. Make it easy. But I do want to, part of how I'm hoping to, I want to talk about things that will apply to the hair, yeah, yeah, to other people too. And, and so much of it with hair and beauty is like you need to uh, have things lit 
the, the important parts mm-hmm. lit well. Yeah. Yep. Um, and and kind of crush it. And I think that in the, I'm starting from the from the assumption. At least a lot of the people that follow me are young, younger side hustle photographers. Mm-hmm. You know, and most of us are shooting outside, natural light, available light, mm-hmm. almost wide open. And one interesting part about like hair is that like if you want to shoot hair, you've got to have some detail usually, mm-hmm. unless you can come up with a pretty good reason why you right. don't want it. Yeah. You know, so you shoot it at what five, six to eight most of the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at least you know yeah, something like least, that. Yeah. So, I remember. So one of my first uh, things I shot for Salon W, I shot it on my new twenty-four to seventy. Two eight, and I shot it. Stopped down at two jump. eight, <laughs> and I'm and I'm standing outside of Salon W when we printed this poster. We put, printed this poster like four feet by two and a half feet, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was down in the East Village, and right next to us there was this uh, photographer who had a studio in the Teach Out building. Mm-hmm. He was like a big time dude, and he's walking by just as I'm looking at this photo, and so he like just looks at the photo with me. I don't know this guy. He mm-hmm. doesn't know me. He doesn't know that I shot it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Oh, that's all wrong." And I said, what, what? And he like, there's points, he goes, you see, her eyes in focus, but like you can't see, see like her nose is soft, the back of her head is soft, you mm-hmm. know? And I had like never done like a depth of field calculator and realized that like when I'm shooting a 2.8, I only have two inches yeah. that are in you focus, just, you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. And so one of the things is like, yeah, it's for portrait work and for when you're creating mood, mm-hmm. having a really shallow depth of field is beautiful and mm-hmm. it makes those trees go away. Yep. But there's a lot of times where that's, really unuseful when you're actually yeah when and it's like which is why i think in the beauty realm like part of what we have to do especially when shooting a collection they have to look different enough from each other to not look the same but they also have to um you know there has to be some cohesion throughout it and and we really have to do like if it isn't doing a favor to the hair or makeup there's no reason for it to be in the shot so outside is there's no like for what you know and it's just like so typically you see that stuff on more of a solid background or i mean just traditionally and you know you can break outside of that box but what you can't really break away from is like i'm gonna shoot you know (laughs) you know i'm gonna shoot outside at sunny 16 i want everything to be in focus and expect the hair to be the hero of the shot you know what i mean it's not because then it becomes about this uh, you know, frame as a whole, you know, and it's, um, yeah. So when you're, so when you're in the studio, like it, that's why we just get rid of everything that doesn't matter. It's on white. Yeah. It's on yeah. black. Yeah. It's maybe on one color yeah. if that, and mm-hmm. you're just shooting. Yeah, yeah. And it's and like it and it it's harder to when you when you for me it's like it's a it, it seems like I, I feel like it's counterintuitive because it seems like it would be easier. But it isn't. It's Correct. not because now you've got this restricted box. Yeah. And I that you bored. have to be. I get bored if yeah. I'm in a studio too much because I like, oh. Yeah. It, it, yeah, because it's easy to go. Like, I, and I found that out recently, which is why I'm so excited about shooting oh, no, natural light. Um, because I'm like, oh my God, look. And I can just turn this way and it's a completely a different shot. But in there, you're in this, you're working within this parameter and you have to make this. Uh, you have to make something ethereal, or you have to make something, you know, magical, mm-hmm. on the in the frame um, that's happening with these 
with this small parameter, you know, yeah. and, and so it's a little hard to do and a little harder to do and you have to focus more on the details rather than this, you know, big, you yeah. know, the big picture. Um, I, it, when it comes to like fashion editorial stuff, I definitely prefer the location stuff over, you know, yeah. uh, that's slate gray, you know, and it's, it's okay. You know, most but, of the, yeah. most of the concepts are the same. I mean, like if I'm lighting somebody in a studio, I want to create really beautiful light on them, which usually for me is directional, mm -hmm. one side with maybe yep. some sort of a kicker, but that's about it. Yep. And so then if I'm on location, I'm more or less going to try to do, create an interesting background right. and they do the same type of light on them. It's a, the it's, exact same. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a like, little easier to, to get the story on the street, you know, correct. and it's totally. a, uh, when, when I was shooting, I was shooting the other day in Valley Junction with a model friend of mine and, and somebody pulled up in this really old timey, a uh, pickup truck that was just like, dude, that is it's insane. a story in yeah. itself. Yeah. And, and we, yeah, can we shoot in front of this? She yeah. was like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. And so we did, and it made the shots amazing. And it's like that was something you couldn't plan for, you couldn't do yeah. in the studio. And it's like all of those. Um, so it is very like, few people can, very few models can just stand mm -hmm. and not look uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So giving being outside, like it can just give somebody something to do. Mm -hmm. I always think that with weddings, we gave women flowers so they'd have something to do with their hands because right. yeah. otherwise you're staying there you don't know where <laughs> to put them or things like that and so I think that you know flowers have been an awesome help for weddings yeah. because it answers one question <laughs> that's well, pretty that, common so that's it yeah that's why so it comes back to like working in that box and getting really strong uh, a really strong team together of people who will understand that you know it, it would be um, and, and some people don't, you know, they, they go outside, they're like, oh, why don't we just go outside? And they don't understand. But when we look at who's, who's winning these awards and who's doing that stuff, it's usually, you know, it's usually pretty simple stuff. Yeah, it's not, and it, and it isn't on paper like, oh, this is the world's greatest idea, which is why for me, I can get on board with almost any idea yeah. at all. And it's just because it's about the execution of the idea, and it's not about the idea itself. And because there really isn't a ton, when I see stuff, there isn't like all of this. Every now and then, I see somebody who's a real innovator, and they're like, yeah. "Jesus, I never even thought of that." You know, yeah. you used, you know, a mop, yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Or something. Yeah. You know, just something really weird. But um, but for the most part, it's, you know, you have you have to work in these parameters, and so it really comes down to the model, and it really comes down to getting something, uh, amazingly proportionate, and lit well, and then acted out really well and capturing that moment so there's a lot of these um it's you know we're the same like yeah. uh, i don't really want to go try a bunch of new foods i just want like really well executed yeah. pizza yeah. you know what there i mean you know, yeah. like so yeah. like at the end of the day like i think it's there's a similarity where like what we're trying to do is um yeah shoot it shoot an idea really well isolate yeah. something yeah. yep you know and and so that that part makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. to me what what are the tools for you to do it well, mm -hmm. what are the what are the pieces? You talked about how you're on the RS, Canon RS. Um, the SR. SR. So, yep. oh, I'm so I'm so bad. <laughs> you're on the the Canon. You were saying that you were shooting beauty stuff primarily mm -hmm. on just two lenses, a macro yep. and an yep. 85. Mm -hmm. um, and you said you default. You start at least with one light. Mm -hmm. um, are there any other like? Outside of that, are there other tools that you're using a lot? Um. Mostly, it's uh, 
Are you on large soft boxes or in small soft Medium boxes? Medium soft box usually. Really? So it's yeah, so like usually 60, 30, 60 or yeah, the, 48 or this Whatever yeah. that is, <laughs> the medium. For those of you yeah. not here, which is it's, everybody, it's this a, size, that's a three, three foot. Yeah, 36, there you go. Yeah. So usually that, um, I love to feather them out. I don't like to point it directly at them. Okay. I love to, uh, I you love to just the hit them the hit yeah. right at the edge of the light, and I and I love to push it in as close as possible. Yeah. So okay. that so that gives me the, the glow the, as yeah, opposed to like it. Yeah. yeah. So it's it gives me the it, it gives me a lot of contrast. It always gives it, and then when it comes down to it, I I usually will set that there in according to the background, and then have the model just kind of move around as I'm testing and, and, and seeing where it really, where's the sweet spot where it, it hits them and then refine that and then just go. And it's usually, um, it used to be the, you know, I used to go way more traditional with the, you know, here's the, the beauty dish and I have the Mola and I, I totally love it, but I don't use it as much yeah. anymore because I got bored with it. And it was like, I would put the grid, I've done it all. And it's just like, I, I would have some, some of those setups and then I, I would get like, yeah, I've seen it. And it's like watching a kid on a swing. It's like, yeah, I get it. You're back and forth and back. I, I've seen it. <laughs> Stop showing me that. Like I've, I've so I, anyway. So now the only what I like to do now, my my kind of goal is, um, you know, is to get just that part of the light right where it's it's the ratio, the shadow ratio. Is there enough shadow? Is it moody enough? Is it too moody? You know, is it is yeah. for like an old detective film, or is it you know, is it just there's a sweet spot, and it just comes from um, juggling what I found. If this helps anybody, is that you know, pointing the soft box directly at at them, you know, the middle of the box. I I, I don't ever like that at all. Yeah. So if I feather it back, um, and the edge is hitting uh, the model, and the rest is spilling on the background, that works. And then a lot of times, I just take that off and do it the opposite way. Um, and point it more towards the camera and, and have it uh, feathered off that way. Mm -hmm. And I've, and it's usually, you know, just above eye level, if not that, pushed in tight and have them just kind of spin around slightly in, in that. And I always find right away, like, there it is, I know. And then yeah. everything else is enhancement. Like, I feel like that's my main, and if I need the background up a little bit or if I need yeah. the kicker, the, you know, I'll throw it in. But a lot of times it just depends. Um, I don't. I feel like I don't need it a lot of times. What I need is, it, what I want is drama in the image. I want dr dramatic imagery. I want. The, I mean, but that's, again, for me. If I'm shooting for me, and if you've hired me, then you know what it is that I do. But um, that's, and and I do want to. And I do want to say that since we, if you have photographers listening, like that is the that's the line. You have to. We touched a little bit on it earlier. You have to know the difference of. Um, making a client happy and shooting for them versus shooting yeah. for your own taste and subject, you know, and, and uh, you know, your own aesthetic. Um, sometimes those two mix really well yeah. and the people love what you do and they want you to do your thing yeah. and you yeah. bring your thing to it and that's the best. And then, but that's like anything else. And then there are other times it's like, yeah, that's cool, but we want something that's really lit and really just got, and so my advice is to learn how to do it all oh, technically. Have, have the bag of tricks yeah. um, and practice those bag of tricks and learn how to, even if it's not your favorite, if it's their favorite and they're paying you for it, then that's the job. Like, yeah. you know, but that's the difference between the business side, I think, and then the, the, the part of us that gets into it creatively and, oh, this is my art, you know, but yeah. you know, yeah. I, you know, I which sadly I still lean on that more, yeah. um, 
but you know because I got to be you know at the end of the day it's like yeah you can do any service and it's kind of why I got out of the hair industry really or, or from behind a chair because the the company that uh, I worked for as uh, a side thing but it's a you know when it became less uh, about you know the, a less celebrated about the artist behind the chair it was really this kind of one-on-one with your your guesting and your creating it's still a visual medium um but it became less that in more customer service and it became definitely more salesy and i was like oh that's that's not for me yeah so um so i have to for me to feel like to go to sleep at night i know that i could make a lot of money if i did that you know just go out and give everybody what they want give it but then you know, I just feel like I feel like a robot when I do yeah. that, and that's just you know me talking from from doing that kind of stuff from so much. I need I need to really like the projects, and I feel as a freelancer now I can really like the projects and take on the projects that are like that at least meet me halfway. Yeah. Like aesthetically, yeah. I really love what I'm doing, and then but I can also step out of that, you know, and and do something a little bit more commercial for the client that they really like. Um, but my point is, um, don't get too hung up on your own vision of the thing like you're not going to be successful that way. Yeah. like it's just well, you know i don't know of anybody that yeah. has a really great book of hair and beauty that uh, you just can't do it for very long without making money yeah you just it's too expensive to get hair and makeup done and mm-hmm. shoot that way and then spend hours retouching if like it's solely for yourself and yeah, i don't know you i don't just yeah. That. Yeah, yeah you know i mean that kind of stuff um do you think that there's like a some common mistakes that you see people make in this again retouching yeah, yeah <laughs> that's the biggest just retouching, retouching <laughs> is the biggest so okay let's let's hit some of these okay. number one is no texture in the skin right i mean oh, like yeah, isn't that the easiest the, one yeah, that's the easy uh using the portraiture plug-in and you Ooh. lose all the detail in the hair because yeah. you applied it to all things that were yellow <laughs> and the hair was all right which yeah, yeah. again i'm saying this because i'm guilty of it right. you know um i think uh you know, all of them. Whitening of the teeth too much. Oy. Whitening of the eyes. And so mm. the person looks like they're glowing mm. in a vampire or something like that. <laughs> and I get it. I like that you watched a tutorial and so you wanted to change the eye color mm. or the hair color yeah. or something like that. There's a difference between saying, I'm learning and because I could mm-hmm. versus like, no, Should I'm I? actually yeah. delivering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. this, is, this yeah. is the extent of my skills. I, and it, here's the thing. So, when I first started retouching, I mean, we're talking the MySpace days. We're talking yeah. way back. Yeah. And this was, you know, and I was, it's digital art, and I'm doing everything under the sun. And, yeah. like, I I was able to get all of that kind of out of my system. <laughs> um, but the, the thing about it is it's not necessarily so much. Like, techniques are techniques. They're going to keep changing. The software yeah. changes. Um, the thing that has to remain consistent is good taste. And yeah. that doesn't yeah, just right. happen. Great. It doesn't just happen. Like that gets, it's a development. Like, yeah. and, and mine is still growing. And there are some people that I have, like I, if you've ever seen a work of art of, or a photograph that people are hailing as, oh, that's amazing, but you just don't get it, right? And like, I, and I look at it, I'm like, yeah. And that happens because my taste level isn't quite there yet, right? So it's kind of like um, if I can compare it to movies for people who don't do filmmaking they may love the movie armageddon yeah. right and you're looking at these michael bay films and like wow these there's so many explosions 
these are the new retouchers, and they're like, they Michael Bay it to death, right? And yeah. they put in every, it's like, it doesn't matter what side the camera is, the sun is behind the actor, and then when you turn around and talk to the other guy, the, the sun's sun also, also behind, behind him, because it's this, it's, how is that, what planet are they on? Yeah. And, and it is Two these, sons. yeah, and while it is, I see what he's doing, because Michael Bay comes from the Victoria's Secret, uh, like he was a commercial Victoria's Secret guy, yeah. For let's a long do the best. Yeah, let's so do the let's best make everything everywhere. has to be glossy and slick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's always a, you know, it's a close up and it's, you know, for the dramatic effect. And it's and it's cheesy. However, when you, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy them because every now and then they're fun to watch and laugh at and just, you know, because that's what they're for. Yeah. But for, then you get into filmmaking and you realize the mistakes that now become glaringly obvious that weren't there before and it's a growth thing and it and it and it happens with retouching that same way so everybody starts off once they first get photoshop or they they take that tutorial they do everything and do oh my god i could probably do this and it's going yeah, to yeah. and i could and this and this and this and this and before you know it there's nothing else like in the original photo at all it's just this it's 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 insane, and they don't really get they don't have the vision to see that it's not good yet because that only comes over time, yep. and I and I say this about hair students as well, and it's just like when they do hair when they do hair cutting on the floor at the school they are um, they may like the work that they've done, but they're going to look back on it in a year and go what the hell was I thinking, and if they didn't then they didn't grow because it, it because being able to see a good head of hair or being able to see good retouching takes time yeah. it's a development thing so like that and, is the thing that and you gotta like you have to zoom out I mean because oh, yeah, yeah. so much when you're learning you're practicing all your techniques but the taste level of understanding when mm -hmm. to apply the right things right. is what becomes really important mm -hmm. and so I do very little retouching for weddings because I don't want to retouch. I just shoot 30 or 35 yeah, weddings a year. I don't want to insane. retouch yeah. much. You know, but if I need one great image, mm -hmm. I want to make that image worth, you know, what the, that, the money shot. What that yeah, is, yeah. you know. Um, I also think, too, kind of like what we were saying at the beginning of this was that it's totally taste level. I don't even know that most people know what they're going for. Right. And, and I think that so for me, I mean, I'm probably spending an hour and 15 minutes a day on Instagram. I could look at my phone, mm -hmm. you know. And otherwise, I don't have a lot of places where I'm going for inspiration. Gotcha. So I need to curate what I'm looking at and mm -hmm. say, okay, there's a portion of my friend's kids that I want to see. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's a portion of other wedding photographers that I want to see. Mm -hmm. But then I want to be... I want to listen to the Radiohead type stuff mm -hmm. and a little bit of like the Taylor Swift for the sake of production mm -hmm. or you know like I want to I want to uh, or like I want to eat really good food so I know how to appreciate it right. you know yep. or, or I want to have somewhat I want to have a complicated palate to understand that but then be able to have a great cheeseburger too mm -hmm. so I'm not particularly good at elements of that I don't but I I think we all think that our own taste is superior. Yeah, like, sure. well, what I think is obviously right because right. I'm me. You know what I mean? Right. People know what they like. You know what I mean? I, I know what I like. That doesn't make it good or or bad. Yeah. You know. There's a there's a trend too, though, especially with younger people. I feel like in middle school and even late elementary school now, uh, a lot of girls are learning how to do their makeup, but they're learning how to do makeup, and they're really good at doing like a smoky eye mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they should have a smoky eye right yeah. and I think that 
the same thing with retouching is a lot of people have learned how to retouch. Yeah. But they, but they don't they know how no to idea. apply them principles. Yeah, yeah. correct, correct. Right. So, uh, you know, if you have a website mm-hmm. and you're a photographer, you get unlimited emails from people offering to be your Retouch retoucher in India or yeah, something yeah. like that. Five dollars um, an image. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Wow. Um, there's a retoucher that I reached out to about my portfolio, and she was like, yeah, I'm usually like 475 500 bucks per image. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of images on my portfolio. Yeah. I don't know well, that. see, that's that's the I thing, can't. and that's that is that is a good going rate for commercial usage. Um, when, and it and this is the other thing for retouching, you have to consider, like, you have to know all of it. Where is it going? Like yeah, that how is, it, yeah. is it, yeah. exactly. If it's Instagram. That's yeah. very different. Absolutely. And in fact, if I do a if I do an eight hour retouch on one image, right, that is going to be used on the side of a building, right? So now every nose hair is accounted for, right? Because if you walk down, if you walk through the mall and you see those big images in the stores, um, you're really, lo- especially when it's somebody's face, you you're looking. Walk, and when you can walk yeah. right up next to it. You yeah, you see everything. inside the pores, you see all this, and that's kind of where I live. It's a disgusting job, but you're in there <laughs> you fixing the nose hairs. And you, yeah, so waxing someone's mustache is important, like all of those things. Now, if I were to do that same edit and shrink that down to an Instagram size image, it actually looks overdone. Yeah. It looks overdone because there's too much going on. So it really, it, it depends. You have to kind of know where it's going. You if you're only- edit at the size. Yeah. So like yeah. if you're going for, if these were only gonna be used as social media images, well then great. It's like the image now will probably only take 20 minutes, mm-hmm. right? You can get really good quality, you can do that, but don't try to blow that image up and just say like yeah, that, that's yeah, a no-no, you know? So, yeah. so really knowing where it goes and, and knowing how to use your time because one of my beginning mistakes was I was uh, obsessed because it's very zen for me to retouch. Yeah, I mean, okay. I put on the music, I put on uh, <laughs> Pandora and like I, and I just zone out and like I can, I, I, and it is so relaxing. Great. So it is one of those things for me, um, just being an introvert, this is my zen mode. It's very yeah. Bob Ross. And I feel fantastic, right? Um, but I was editing all of my images as if they were going to be blown up on the building one day. Like, this is going to be somewhere. Um, and I would do that. And then a lot of times I would try to shrink them down and put them to yeah. a social media. And they would look overdone. And that was a t- and even though they're not. So what you kind of have to do is, like, you have to take that same retouch and dial it back almost like 50% and then you know for the shrunken down version to get the same type of effect that you got uh, for the big one. Let's say the client's paying you well to do this. Are you giving them two sizes that are retouched differently? Um, Yeah I would I usually would yeah because it's just I mean a lot of times it's it it really depends if it's a commercial client yes if it's a friend or if it's just something yeah yeah, then no it's it's like i want and that again comes from the 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 art director in me that background to know that okay commercially i know that they're going to be using these here's your here's all your social media ones here's all your your high res for uh, because print for you know for the magazine it's 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 different you know it's different so um so yeah, so for those people that know where they're going with it, if it's you know if it's just somebody, they, yeah. yeah, they they don't notice. But it's it's when you're paid for that critical eye, when you know that kind of stuff is. Um, but for the most part, uh, yeah, the plugins you got to stay away from that stuff. Take I've always had, and this is and this goes for retouchers too. Um, but I've I've told a lot of makeup artists who is who are 
getting into it, one of my really good friends, um, when she was really starting off as a uh, makeup artist, and she was Naha nominee. Now it's, um, I was just like, you need to take a drawing class. I was just like, you really need to. Oh. I was like, the two things I want to see from her. I was like, I want you to, uh, I want you to take a drawing class and just learn how to sketch faces and learn how to shade and where shadows go, where do highlights yeah. go. Like those things are very important. And also always bring a magnifying glass to the set. Like I want you to. This is how critical I want it because it's going to cost. Um, for the for the type of retouching that I'm going to be doing for this, right? You can it, save yourself a bunch of money. Yeah, it's just yeah. exactly. So it's just like you you can't afford that, right? If I yeah. got to go in and fix everything because you and it yeah. would have taken you two seconds. Fourteen dollars. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, go in there and she would and it changed her completely. Really? Absolutely yeah. changed it completely. And it was like so she was doing things at her. Uh, you know where she would look at it we would shoot to tethered a lot of times and we could zoom in yeah. but um it was just like instead of wasting that time as you're doing the application you know it's like just slide it over look through it make sure right. it's good and then you know it's the same as looking at it at that level and what what happened was when we would shoot i'm we're looking at it and we're zooming in on on the the tether screen and we're just seeing it's like it's already damn near flawless Great. and it's like okay but she also you know that type of makeup she knows that that makeup for a photo shoot is not walking around makeup no. and right. it's just like and she would look ridiculous walking around yeah. like that yeah. and uh, and this and the, you know it's the same for retouches I feel like um, if you're going to retouch uh, taking an art class just learning how to draw is okay. such an important component because then you start to know uh, what should be and what shouldn't be, you know what I mean? To, because there's a goal. It's like, okay, we want certain things to pop. We want cheekbones to pop out. We want skin to look healthy, but we don't want it to look plastic. And yeah. we want, you know, and there there has to be this. Like the the idea is, as a retoucher, your job is to create what you thought you saw on set. That's it, <laughs> yeah, you right, know, because right. the the music's going and everybody's having a good time and like and and you yeah. look through these rose colored glasses a lot of times we have a drink on set so we really are like oh this is the most amazing <laughs> yeah, you know and it's you know and we look at it and we're like yay yeah. and it's amazing and then when you get home <laughs> to retouch you see and things and that you were shooting a yeah F twelve and you're yeah. like ooh so now I see everything right <laughs> yeah, I see right. all of the cameras my little reminder no that's yeah. that's not really what it was yeah like oh shit. So that's a so. But your job as a retoucher is to recreate the, the thing story. that you the, the, yeah, the thing that was, you saw yeah, on the set. Like, yeah. What was intended? You yeah. know what I mean. So was was this what was intended? Then it's okay. And that's yeah. so ethically for me. It's like that's kind of where my I completely agree with that. This is where what this we thought that we felt. saw. Yeah, you're is trying it? to recreate the right. feeling of that. Yeah. yeah, with the wedding, that's my thing. It's like no, I don't. We don't really we want to remember a romanticized version yeah. version of 104 right. degrees outside we don't <laughs> right. want to actually remember i don't want to look at the pictures yeah. and actually feel the uncomfortable sweatiness yeah. that it was unless want, they're for you know, fun you know what i mean yeah, like so, here's it here's the <laughs> just the sweaty correct. version of it that's correct no that's yeah. a that's yeah. a that's a great way of thinking of it yeah so when it so when it comes to that like that's the for as a retoucher i feel like those having having those kind of parameters in mind before you even start retouching you know yeah. what, what was the thing yeah again and what's then, the goal yeah. like what are yeah, we yeah you have to have that otherwise it's not it is that non-transferable yeah. how do you do that you know it's like yeah i can't tell you how to retouch if there's no goal in mind yeah. you know what i mean so there has to so, be a goal real practical for me like uh i shoot a handful of senior guys mm -hmm. i had well i still don't have Perfect skin. My wife has this like Abercrombie perfect skin, you know, like, nice. and I still at 37, I'm still having acne. Um, 
skin blemishes are usually a mixture of a little bit of discoloration and mm -hmm. then texture. Mm -hmm. So like one of my commitments is like, for most guys, I'll fix one or the other. <laughs> like hmm. I'll either kind of fix some of the color but leave a little bit of the texture, or mm -hmm. I'll fix the texture and leave a little bit of the color. So again, like the way that it stays without it looking mm -hmm. fake right. is that like you do, yeah, and I, I you, you, you too, keep some realism to it. Correct. Right? Like yeah. so, one one thing that I realized too when I was shooting was that like my goal isn't to make. Um, if I'm actually retouching something, mm -hmm. I'm not trying for real people. Mm -hmm. Commercial yeah, looks a little right. different for yep. real people. Is that I'm not trying to make 220 pounds look like 160 pounds. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to make 220 pounds look like 210, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to make 170 look like 165 mm -hmm. or yeah. something like that. And I'm trying to make us look like the best version of ourselves because mm -hmm. most of us fluctuate five to ten pounds. Sure, and so. What I'm doing, if I'm doing this, and usually it's because I shot it wrong, is because I had their body posture mm -hmm. in not yep. as an attractive right. way as I should have. So if I am going to fix these things, I never want it. I never want someone to look at a photo and be like, "Cool, who's this?" It's like, no, 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 no. It <laughs> needs you. to look like yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I also know that most of us, especially when you're talking about senior in high school, like an acne just isn't. Mm -hmm consistent so you might have a zit today that's not there tomorrow right. so I don't have an issue taking a zit out because mm -hmm. literally it's not an accurate representation of you right. when we're shooting an image for Naha that has to be perfect mm -hmm. adjusting a nose shape I don't have an ethical issue with because mm -hmm. no. it's not for that model right. It's for yeah. The she's character. playing it. She's playing a character, okay. and this yeah, character correct. is it. Yeah. So yeah. like, um, the way that I kind of look at it, if it's for, if it is for a model in her book, it, it has to be them because it they has to, to be show them. Up. Yeah. So <laughs> it is. So I look at it like this: if it's if they have like a blemish on the face, like if it's a temporary thing, I'm gonna get rid of it. Correct. correct. If it's a if it's a mainstay, even if she has sometimes, and the only time is like if they have a big scar on their forehead. Yeah. Now here's the thing, and and it's and it's a discussion, and it's just like some. And they'll let most of the time they'll, they'll let you know. You, hey, I yeah. have this scar. On my yeah. Can shirt. you get rid of the yeah. scar? Fine. Yeah. That's what you yeah. want. Um, or they they made that's my battle scar and I wear it with yeah. pride. Then yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna. I would never overstep and just start. You know, here's yeah. how I think you should look. It should never really be that. Um, but if it is, yeah, if it's a blemish, if it is a temporary thing on the face, then I'm getting rid of it because it's not gonna be. It should be there anyway. So right. it's. Um, but with something like Naha, it becomes uh, they are a character in a one-frame film, and that is yeah. what it is. And, and they, like we you get said, to, yeah. if we're shooting the hair or the makeup, then that is the only important part. Right. And anything that takes away from that, yeah. because I don't want someone to look at that image and they see somebody's nose shape, right. not the hair or the makeup. Yeah. But again, that isn't. Again, if some if I'm I'm shooting with a model who. They should be signing a release that says you can do whatever you want yeah. with these images yeah. mm -hmm. at, at that point. Mm -hmm. But yeah, when you're representing a person, like if I'm taking family photos, right. I have an ethical responsibility yeah. to, to accurately yeah. represent who they and that's, are. And that's the thing. It's like, and that's the that's the skill of the photographer, not the retouch. And I feel like there yeah. is a the the skill of the photographer is not only getting people comfortable in front of that camera and getting a real uh, good emotion, but also helping them to position themselves weaknesses yeah. and accentuate strengths there you go yeah. and you have to, as a you know like we said in the last podcast like as a heterosexual straight man <laughs> i want to be my client's biggest fans and mm -hmm. be really excited about them yeah. and also be fully appropriate mm -hmm. and you know what i mean so all these things i want to do all of them 
quickly without them ever realizing it. Yeah. And so then at the end of the day, I love this compliment of that, like, I don't want anyone else to shoot me because, like, you shoot me best. And it's like, right. there's actually a little bit of work that goes into that. But there I don't is, want but it you feels to like, feel like yeah. yeah. I want you to just feel like yourself and... and exactly. When they the feel like, when it, like they, if you're a good, if you're the right retoucher should go in like a ninja. You shouldn't even know that they were there. Correct. It's they, just the image yeah. got better. Yeah. And it's the just, before and afters are It's like, man, but, it's, but, yeah. I don't know what filter you use, but I, you know, it's just like, that's not a, okay, cool. But, you know, it's, but I feel like the, it is a tool in the toolbox and, yeah. and it is to bring the right things to light. And it is just to help. It, it is, I love when, when people see themselves and they're just like, that is what I feel like I look like. Yeah, correct. You know, even though we might have, you know, we might have taken a, a few small liberties. Most of the time, they don't care, right. you know. Um, but listen, no, I mean, most of us wouldn't care. Yeah. If if uh, if I woke up tomorrow, or if I had a surgery tomorrow, yeah. and the doctor took a few small liberties to make me look better, right? Like, yeah. Said, oh, you know, good call. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't. I yeah. wanted to be two hundred and twenty yeah. pounds. He's like, no, no, I'll take two hundred. Yeah. There is a. It is a. It is a ethical minefield, and each case is different. And correct, I feel like correct. there is a. Um, you know, your client is their right. positions, yep. but I want to be good enough to be able to do it anyway. And again, mm -hmm. we are caught in this world where we're kind of working for ourselves and we're kind of not working for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And there are jobs that we do that we're never going to talk about. And there are jobs that we would do every day again, mm -hmm. you know, but all these things exist. And so it's, it's hard for me to take some sort of position to be like, I would never do that. Cause yeah. it's like it changes. I don't really do that. I don't know. The majority of my Instagram has not been touched with Photoshop, mm -hmm. almost like very, very little of it. And I would, I would never retouch very much in Lightroom. Sure. <laughs> that just isn't, it's yeah. not made for that. You know, maybe other people use it that way. That's not how I use mm -hmm. it. Um, give me real quick, um, uh, Throw your weight around a little bit. How many times have you been nominated in for NAHA? NAHA is the North America Hairstylist Awards. Yes. And I have eight nominations. Just, oh, just eight. Yeah. Just, just, just eight. eight. Just That's eight. That's insane. You realize in that, In the right? last two years. Yeah, in yeah, the so, last two years. Yeah, yeah. How many do you have before that? None. Okay. So this, yeah. is, this is when we opened the podcast. This is what mm -hmm. I was saying. I got nominated for the nail collection at Salon W the first year they reintroduced it. Mm -hmm. And... I don't think a lot of people knew about. It. So this is this is how I tell myself. We had a we had a really beautiful collection, but I also think it wasn't that competitive that year. There are other categories that are really 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 competitive. So I have one nomination and you have 8 in 2 years. So you also I mean I haven't done 8 collections in in I did, I sh I did yeah, 8 I collections in 2 years maybe that's that's more like I think the bread and butter for me is is to be able to travel and just shoot Naha collections Dude, that's and it's so like cool. that yeah. is the you know outside of teaching and the model portfolio stuff commercial beauty like the main target is uh, you know competitive especially yeah. like Naha stuff and just travel around and do and in the Naha that's, world which is not the only game but mm -hmm. it is the biggest game yeah. from what I've seen um, the people that do. Uh, I mean, the guys that Quebec or something like that, mm -hmm. it's one guy that's winning oh, yeah. a ton. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's only... There's a handful of guys. There's, that there's 10 people yeah. that do it better than everybody else, mm -hmm. and yep. then there's everybody else that yep. are kind of one-offs. Yep. So to have eight in two years, because when somebody mm -hmm. wants to start spending money, they're looking back, mm -hmm. and they're like saying, well, these are people that I'm interested by their work, yep. so let's just call and get prices. Yep. I mean, at some point. Yep. Yeah, so, and they get, and like those and those other guys. I mean, the prices are 
at holy shit levels. You know what I mean? They're just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like if you can make like if you can make anywhere from like on the low end ten grand over the weekend for that collection. Here's a set of five images, you owe me ten grand. Yeah. Like when you when you think about that, it sounds insane. But there was it like and it is like it's it's pretty goddamn insane. Like but at the same time, I I would love to hit that number soon. And oh, man, I'm yeah. not there yet, but I'm just under yeah, it. Yeah. And like I feel like there's like that is it's a good market. Like for me, um, because it's it's not you know, it is it, it you shoot a lot less, you know, so I end up finding that I have a lot of downtime that I should be fixing stuff around the house. <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like I it's you know, there's a you know, they're they're fewer and far between. But when you're in it, like you're really in it for uh, you know have you done any have you won any full ones yet? So in the in the hair world, it's like the Oscars were like, heck, if you're nominated, that's pretty good. So we had one win for, it was uh, People's Choice Award. Dude, that's great. So, Amazing. Was, Amazing. Dude, that's It's still one. It's, you yeah, know, yeah, I'll take I, it. But I'm a big, like, if, you know, just from being in the Des Moines market, right? I'm... I love the community out here, and I want to see. Like, and I, I know that we're known as the cargo pants capital of the world, but I would love it. Dude, the work that you're putting out doesn't look like. I know. Cargo. Like, I, I, I want us to be. Look, I love it when people raise eyebrows. They're like Des Moines. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys are killing it over there. Like, that's what I is because we've got a lot of talented people here. Yeah. And I, I want that to be shown. So, like, it, there's no reason it shouldn't be. Like Canada. Yeah, a lot of I mean, there's some Salt Lake, there's mm-hmm. some Minneapolis around here, but mm-hmm. that's about yeah. everything else is not. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, already there's yeah. you know eight or nine nominations. One of the big I, is a quick side note. So that uh, so the one shot awards for behind the chair is yeah. another big one, and they have you know a, you know like over a million followers or whatever, and they do their big uh, like a Naha version, but they did it in uh, D.C. this year. And um, there were 25 uh, out of, you know, I don't know, there was like 350,000 entries, right? So they picked the top 25, right? And for some reason, we got put in that top 25. And it was with all of the big dogs in here, like Vivian McKinder, like everybody, right? And me looking at that stuff, uh, I know, I was just like, and I was looking at the top dogs, and and the work was amazing. And I was... Just like, and I knew that we weren't going to win, but being in that, like, considered in that was really, I was like, wow, this is such a huge, huge honor. And the hairstylist, Matt, he's kind of my, you know, right hand. Um, we were we were both like, wow, I can't believe we got nominated for that. That's insane. So it was for the one shot, the behind the chair one shot, uh, the yeah. avant-garde category. Yeah. Um, and we forgot about it, and that was that. And then the night of the show, wouldn't you know it, it's just like so... Um, I was at home and I was watching, I think like Game of Thrones or something with the wife and we're just sitting there and Matt starts texting me and just like, holy shit. And I was like, what? And then phone just starts blowing up and they were like, you guys get up on stage, get your award. Right. And the, the crowd waited. They were for, like, for, for us, you, you because we won. Yeah. And they were like, and, and like nothing has been more punk rock than that in my entire life. Like we didn't go. Nobody from our team went because of, oh, there's no way we're going to win. No and yeah, and when people were sending us texts and like had our photos like really big on the stage and it's just like the, the award people were just kind of doing an awkward dance like, yeah, come on up and get, you know, and nobody showed. And they were like, well, they must be at the bar. <laughs> so yeah, it was like, it was really, 
it was sad and very punk rock at the same time. So, That's amazing. But yeah, so we won that. That was crazy. All right, we're going to wrap up, dude. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for um, letting me ramble. Okay, hey, hit us, hit us with your <laughs> social media one more time. Uh, Instagram, trav.macavetti. And that's it. Just type in trav.m. You'll probably see me. It should pop up. There's not as many. Yeah. (laughs) Excellent. Thanks for your time, man. Hey, man. Appreciate it.